0: Hey guys, Shane with Now That I'm Older. Check out Rogue Intel Prime with Duff and Chris. Anything goes in this podcast of infinite possibilities. The gang are sure to entertain with their take on the latest news, commentary, and review of, well, whatever the hell they feel like. Check out Rogue Intel Prime on RogueIntel.com.
1: no milk no cookies no nothing but we do have the
0: powerful nerdcast hello
1: my (laughs) friends i am Corey, and joined with me is christian
0: yes hello internet Corey, what's the story behind that quote we started the uh, podcast with
1: yes that is a reference to fleece johnson who is not only a real inmate but actually appeared on the animated show on adult swim boondocks where he proceeded to rape chris hansen
0: well there's always so much good chris hansen humor out there i think like That show came to a very weird, dark end. Do you remember that? Like a guy was on the show and then he got caught. But then he like killed himself, Mm. so they couldn't like show the episode, and then the networks were like, wait, are we just like preying on weak people and using it for sponsors and ratings? I'm not
1: sure if the South Park episode came before (laughs) or after that. You remember the Chris Hansen episode? (laughs) To be honest, there's
0: so much Chris Hansen jokes out there, I don't even know if I've Mm. seen... I've probably seen it, but I've seen so much more, it all kind of runs together at this point.
1: My my favorite Chris Hansen joke, before we get to the actual show, (laughs) by the way, is from an episode of South Park, where basically, they're getting all of these child molesters to come together so they can arrest them all in mass okay and there's this scene where all these guys keep walking into this room and they realize it's chris hansen and every single one of them walks in they're like oh no chris hansen they pull out a gun and they shoot themselves and then when the fourth guy walks in he goes oh they're all
0: out of brownies
1: (laughs) (laughs) and he just blasts himself oh so amazing
0: south park humor it never fails to amaze
1: yep And I cannot wait to see this week's episode. But let's get back on track. We have a really exciting uh, show for you guys today. Uh, Last week we didn't get to uh, release an episode because, frankly, we were just too freaking busy. And the episode before that, we didn't even have video. We have video today unless this gets screwed up somehow (laughs) in the editing process, which I don't believe it's going to. Uh, But we have a lot of cool anime topics to talk about today. Uh, A big show is going to be returning to the airwaves. And uh, we also have some sad Star Wars-related news, which is something I want to go ahead and start with today. Um... I've been doing a big Star Wars video series because I've been pumped up for Force Awakens, and a lot of people have been really excited for that. And uh, over the course of the last couple weeks, there's been this brand new story about this big Star Wars fan by the name of uh, Daniel Fleetwood, and uh, he's been diagnosed with terminal cancer, and he unfortunately passed away just yesterday, but he did have the opportunity to see Star Wars The Force Awakens, and just, you know, I I usually harp on social media all the time, I make fun of it, you know, but this was the first time where I think I really appreciated what social media did because they brought so much awareness to this fan and his family, and they basically made his final wish come true. And uh, I I think this was a really big step for uh, Star Wars fans and for the internet coming together and just not bitching at each
0: other. You know, I think I'm just getting too cynical in life. Mm -hmm. Like, every time I see a corporation help out someone, Mm -hmm. I feel like, at the end of the day, they're doing it for themselves. Oh, no no doubt. There's probably a little bit of
1: publicity in there.
0: Yeah, but except this one. I really felt like the internet wanted this to happen. Mm -hmm. The public outcry was like, help this guy see this movie. And it, it came together in such a nice way. And I had heard about this. And then I tuned into our channel and I saw you made a video about it as well. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, OK, like this I, is I was internet. debating
1: on doing it, too. I'm like, should I just do another regular Star Wars video? But something about that video really touched me. I really just wanted to bring awareness to people about it, you know, because I just I really felt for what he was going through. Yeah. And I think the entire Star Wars fan base felt that way as well.
0: Yeah. And personally, I've seen someone very close to me die of cancer and I, they just start disappearing real quick. Mm-hmm. And I think that he knew it was his time was going to be short. And that he really wanted to see it. <clears throat> and J.J. Abrams had him over to his house. Mm-hmm. And they had a private screening and everything. Yeah. And it, it was amazing. And uh, so, like I said, though, I'm so cynical. Whenever these big corporations help people out, I always feel like, man, are they just doing this for some fucking brownie points? And they don't even <laughs> really care because they think this is probably going to get more butts and more seats. Yeah, and, I mean, this is Disney, too. Yeah. So, and they're they're marketing geniuses. But at the same time, this one felt really pure and uh as a guy who's kind of a Star Wars fan, not the biggest fan, I definitely, you know, uh, I enjoy Star Wars, but it's not, like, my thing. hmm I think that they did the right thing helping this guy out, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that uh, the internet could come together. Also, the internet is, like, speaking of Star Wars, they're, like, coming together to say no one should put post any spoilers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a That big was, like, thing. a big
1: fear from a lot of people. I I didn't see that happening, and, and nothing like that even came close to happening. No, no. Uh, he, he was just a hardcore fan who wanted to see this film.
0: Oh, no, I wasn't necessarily referring to him, mm-hmm. just in general. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, everyone's like, if you see the film, not everyone can see it opening night, so mm-hmm. don't post any spoilers. Yeah. You know?
1: It, it's funny. The closer we get to the movie, it's like the, the chances of that happening just increase every single day, especially like, because there was the third final official trailer which was released. Mm-hmm. Then, like, a week later, there's an international trailer which has a ton of new footage attached to it yeah now there's tv spots which are coming out which god i hate that man whenever they come on tv my first thing to do is i change the channel immediately and at the, uh, at the same time like the other side of me is like no Corey, you're doing a star wars video series you got to talk about this stuff yeah but a, i finally reached the point where i don't want to see any new material from the movie i like want this to be re- such a reached fresh your experience. saturation point at this pretty point. much yeah, yeah you're like
0: no more new stuff mm-hmm. i don't want to see any action scenes with Kylo Ren in a lightsaber battle. I don't want to see any of that until Mm -hmm. I'm watching the film. Exactly. Because they're going to start putting that out as marketing material. You know they they are. Yeah. They They, they got video
1: games. They got toys to sell, tickets to to, to sell as well. They got a lot of butts they can put in seats this holiday season. Mm -hmm. And it's already poised to be the biggest movie release of all time. So it's going to be insane.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just – I just think the hype around Star Wars is something I haven't seen in years. Mm -hmm. Like – sort of crazy how hyped everyone is about this movie. It's
1: still weird to me that we're only about, you know, 38 days away from the release of this movie. It feels so much longer, but every single day it just it's clock, it's clocking down, man. It's crazy.
0: I remember when you were like they're starting to film the new Star Wars and now we're like about to go see it.
1: I remember last December when we were in Mexico. Yeah. is like right before the tra- the first very first teaser came out. Like that was huge and it's only felt like a couple of months like since that event. we were here
0: when the first trailer came out we
1: were oh, yeah it was a huge deal
0: were we just um, like hanging out randomly at yeah
1: we or? were uh we were just hanging out doing some anime reviews and then yeah. uh, all of a sudden i got like a couple hundred messages i'm like what is
0: all this shit about <gasps>
1: new star wars <laughs> trailer is out like that was that was such a vivid day for me and that, I that video that
0: got like 10, 10 000 hits in like a week it's yeah kind of crazy which
1: we don't do too many reaction videos so that did really good
0: yeah that that's that's a rate of views that is much faster than we usually get mm-hmm. so it's pretty crazy and yeah. even even like we work with this guy that works for one of the uh, radio stations in town, and his his uh, wallpaper on his phone was the exact same as yours—the <laughs> yeah. new, new poster, the brand new poster. Yeah. yeah, and you were just like, "Oh, Matt has the same poster as me yep. on his phone," and so you know. I was like tell him I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's also what I made the wallpaper on my uh PC as well.
0: Well, you got to be dedicated.
1: Oh yeah. It just it's a constant reminder even though I'm always reminded about it every single day cuz like I said I'm making all these videos. Uh but Star Wars, it's a magical thing. The the fans are excited. Um the Disney company, J.J. J. Abrams' uh Bad Robot Productions, they did a great thing for Daniel Fleetwood and his family, so just uh Wonderful. Just, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it ended nicely for him.
0: May you be with us in the theaters as a Force ghost.
1: Exactly. Yes. That's kind of weird too. but <laughs> I,
0: Yeah, I just tried to bring it all around. <laughs> May
1: the balls be with you. Alrighty, um, but let's go ahead and jump into anime land. So, Dragon Ball Super,
0: pretty popular Hell show right yeah. now,
1: especially with old school Dragon Ball fans. It looks like we finally got our very first announcement that Dragon Ball Super is going to air in English as a part of Toonami Asia. Not Toonami America. It looks like in 2016, what? there is going Wait, to what? be. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's a little strange. Uh, in 2016, Dragon Ball Super is going to have an English dub and it's going to premiere first in Toonami Asia, which is basically just the uh, Asian version of Toonami. Basically, they just find a lot of English dub shows and other shows that don't make it in America and put it part of their uh, lineup. This includes countries like Singapore, Philippines, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Malaysia, Taiwan, Tailand, uh, My dives I don't even like, know how to pronounce half these things. Uh, Pakistan. But Pakistan. None of them Pakistan's getting it. are America. None of them America. are America. And I'm not really sure what this means quite yet. Either they are going to be using the Funimation dub, which has just not been announced yet for American releases. They're doing or it, though. They have to. They're, There's just they're no way they're not going to. Um, Chris but uh, it, it perplexes me that, like, it's taking this long to get this series over here i mean it's just it's blowing my mind you think that funimation would really want to jump on this
0: i feel like they did with the movies mm-hmm. they jumped on it the movie came out in u.s theaters and broke
1: records for anime releases yeah, in what was America.
0: it five million yeah or like some ridiculous and beyond movie. yeah and then then you add dvd sales to that the mm-hmm. thing's probably like maybe not 10 million but it's definitely on its way to that point mm-hmm. that's an anime film they that, made more than the
1: budget of the movie
0: yeah which, which is a success which is a good thing. I think mm-hmm. I think that's the idea with any business. is Make more than you spend. Precisely. So, <laughs> they're doing that. Uh, the other thing is, that was so, like, they were so good at, uh, at getting that movie here in English so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, we heard about it coming out in Japan, and then they were like, bam, it's coming out here. These dates. Like, a few months later. I don't know. My timeline's all fucked up. I don't really know. You know, <laughs> look the stuff up if you want the dates. But the point is that it seemed so fast, and then Super was already announced. Mm-hmm. So you think that almost, like, Sim- what do they call that? Simulcast when they put it out in English and Yeah, uh, you
1: get to watch it at the same time as the uh, the Japanese viewers.
0: Yeah, it's sort of strange that they haven't uh haven't like done that, you mm-hmm. know, or at least had a two weeks out or a month difference. Like what's going on? Or maybe they're just waiting to put it out on D V D and sell it in English like that.
1: I mean, here's the thing. They're they're, they're going to dead. definitely do DVD and Blu-ray. There's still a, a home market for DVD and Blu-ray, especially for stuff like anime and TV shows. I, I really think people like to physically own those products. Um, but just the fact that it's going to be on Toonami Asia is a really big deal. It's probably going to be on Toonami in America, which they'd be stupid if they didn't get that show. The thing is, it's also going to be a really expensive dub, and Toonami is doing okay right now. It's just, their lineup has been cut in half. They used to air from, like... 12 midnight all the way to 5 now they're going 12 to 3 so it's already been cut significantly so uh, i don't know if that's going to work they're also re-airing dragon ball kai right okay. now yeah and they still haven't even gotten like to the cell or the boo arcs yet and if they go at the rate that they're going they'll probably want to show dragon ball super as soon as that run is done but that's not going to happen till probably like 2018 at the rate that they're going and that's a long time from now
0: why well, everyone knows the story of dragon ball z like, i know why do that you It's know?
1: popular even in the reruns um it, It's one of the few tsunami shows too. Um, that actually airs a little bit in advance. Uh, it actually airs twice in one night. They show it at 8 o'clock on Saturdays, and then they show it again at midnight. The one that airs at 8 o'clock is actually the one from the previous week, and it's even before the tsunami block even really starts. It's just basically to bring awareness to the program, and because, hey, this is Dragon Ball, it's the most popular freaking thing that we've ever shown, and we are going to continue to milk the ever-living shit out of it. So, there it is. The good news about this, though, is... There is going to be an English dub for Dragon Ball, which means there's probably going to be a release later in the future. So this is the biggest news we've had from Dragon Ball Super thus far, I'd say, for the American side. So we're just going to have to wait and see. For all of those uh, you know, who watch Toonami Asia, you're I lucky just, as shit. I
0: just don't feel like they're going to drop the ball on this one. Mm-hmm. Maybe Funimation wants a lot of money, and, fun- and, uh, and Toonami don't got it. Well, I
1: mean, also Toei Animation, uh, they're probably not gonna, you know, make this a cheap show for purchase. No, you
0: know? why would they? It's exactly. the biggest show out there. They, they, can just they say, know. "Hey, one movie made eight million bucks, bro. Yeah. What do you want for this whole series?"
1: Exactly. You We're got, nineteen episodes in, and this is a series that could go for over a hundred episodes.
0: What do you want for this? You know, exactly. And it'd be like, eh, it's about hundred thousand an episode. Yeah, <laughs> and they could be <laughs> like, what? What? And they're like, fuck, we don't got that much money. So
1: <laughs> I, I do think it's only a matter of time, though. I mean, we are. there's no way they're going to just release every single Dragon Ball thing on the planet and not release the brand new hot series. There's just no way. It's just time. We have yeah, to wait.
0: just time. It'll mm-hmm. all work out. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So for all of those who've been wanting a Dragon Ball English dub, it's coming. Let's just be patient. Uh, probably 2016. They haven't made any official announcement yet about an American release, but I imagine it is going to be coming next I'd, year.
0: I'd bet. Like, I'm 99% sure it's coming out next year. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine it would take any longer than that.
1: But you never know. In the meantime, though, we can continue to watch a lot of other anime series like One Piece. Uh, In fact, One Piece is going to be getting a brand new special this winter. This December, actually. And it's also going to feature the return of a very popular One Piece villain, Foxy.
0: Foxy is like... Not a good villain.
1: <laughs> he's not good. I love that. You completely crushed all the enthusiasm. I'm sorry.
0: He's not that interesting. He's a personality. And mm-hmm. let me t- tell you something. Personality takes you far in mm-hmm. one piece. Yeah. It does. But he's not that interesting. And maybe he's got to have some leverage. He's got to be like, oh, I made one of those dry pirates my slave because I won in a bet. you know. Mm-hmm. And then Luffy's got to go there and get him back. Risk it all. And then guess what? He's going to win at the end. Okay. so I
1: imagine it. you weren't a big fan of the Davy fight back arc.
0: No, I was, yeah. but now they've way progressed past that. World. Oh,
1: without a doubt. I mean, like, that's Sorow pre that's
0: pre Water Seven stuff. Sorrow could cut that ship in half on accident. Mm-hmm. You know, remember the big ship that had the two paws that come down and like <laughs> yeah. trapped their ship and everything like that. Like, that's just uh, it's just interesting to me that mm-hmm. that is uh uh the the villain they went with.
1: Yeah, you know, especially because Foxy's like when I remember watching that arc for the first time, I thought it was filler. I'm like, we are totally watching a filler arc right now. It just has the (laughs) feel of it. It's just so ridiculous. They're playing this weird game of soccer. It's strange. And and it's actually in the manga version. It's all there. Aside from a few of the games that they play, they did add those for the anime version. Um, But yeah, it's just... The the Afro Luffy is
0: great, though. Yeah, it's so memorable. I will say that. I will say that. Yeah, Afro Luffy was great. Mm -hmm. There's so much One Piece, though, out there, it's almost like I have to really rack my brain to go back in time Mm -hmm. to... Remember some of the minute details.
1: It's definitely one of those arcs where whenever I rewatch it, I kind of like fast forward through it a little bit. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I'll watch it. But if I'm watching it on like my PlayStation 3, they have these great uh, fast forward functions. You can watch it like 1.5 speed yeah. where it actually continues to play. Like you can hear the voices. They just uh-huh. sound a little quicker blah, 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 and they get right through it. Yeah. So this is what you can get right through. I used the whole to listen to, to books
0: on tape. With a slight fast-forward, just so I could listen to the whole book faster.
1: That's an idea. Yeah, I was like... It's sort of the same concept. Yeah. Uh, But this brand-new special is going to be an original story. Uh, Apparently, it's a uh, special with a completely new story, which takes place on Devil Fruit blocking Fog Island in the New World. And uh, that's going to keep Devil Fruit users from being able to use their powers. Uh, the crew will also again meet and have a rematch with the Foxy Pirates from the Davy Back Fight arc. And uh, Foxy has three new subordinates, Dojack, Concho, and Komei, the latter of whom is a member of a family of genius tacticians. This brand new character by the name of Komei is apparently going to be one of the main villains of this arc, with Foxy being more relegated to probably just being sort of an anti-villain on the side.
0: Good. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I said needed yeah. to happen. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. Um, but there is some possibilities for this arc. I like the fact that they're going to be going to this island, which is covered in this fog, which is kind of like mixed with the minerals from sea stones. Uh-huh. So that means all the people who have devil fruit powers are now just going to be regular. They're going to have to rely on just their brute strength and possibly their hockey as well. So
0: it's interesting because they, they had to bring in this mist. And mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with One Piece, uh, people get special powers from these things called devil fruits. And if you come in contact with seawater which is often for pirates because they're on the ocean, or this thing called sea stone. it takes away your power and it makes you weak. Mm-hmm. But what I think is interesting with the mist, with Seastone particles in it, because what would be the point of watching Luffy be weak all the time? It's more like, He's just lost his devil fruit, but he's not Mm -hmm. affected by it. Exactly. He can still,
1: you know, walk around and carry on a conversation without basically just turning into a pile of sludge.
0: Yeah, so it's sort of more interesting Mm -hmm. like that, that uh, they're actually uh, bringing that back.
1: There are some other character uh, details and some more story details like this one. That new character, Komei, he actually comes up with this plan. Komei devises a plan where Zoro and Sanji are going to take part in an eating contest. And the two eat a strange, good-for-nothing-only mushroom that turns them into good-for-nothing men. I'm not quite sure what this means, but then the two are then locked into a jail cell where the rest of the Straw Hat Pirates chase after the imprisoned crew. They then land on the island of Nevlandia. That's actually where this is going to be, which features the mysterious fog made from the seawater. So Sanji and Zoro are going to be very important. I'm not sure what they mean for for good-for-nothing men. Does this mean that they're going to turn them into assholes, or they're just going to be completely useless on this island? I think
0: what that means is, what is one of the main... Strong character traits of most of the powerful characters is they're driven people. Mm-hmm. I think it kills their drive. Yeah, you know. So and I,
1: Sanji and Zoro got that out the Wazoo.
0: Yeah, like Zoro wants to be the strongest, uh, strongest swordsman ever. Like Sanji's looking for all blue, and they train very hard mm-hmm. and they're very focused. You know, like like Zoro. Remember the one time him and Luffy almost got in a fight because he didn't respect what the. It's when Usopp left, mm-hmm. and he's like, "If you just let him join." You know, you're not a real pirate because you're not doing this for real anymore Mm because we got to follow by codes. And so I always remember that. And even Sanji agreed with him at that moment. You know, Uh, again, if you don't know anything about One Piece, we're talking uh, Japanese. But the point is uh, that if they kill their will or their drive to be these excellent people, I feel like they will just be like, meh, whatever. Let's just sit around. Just
1: don't even care at all. We're not even going to try to use our powers. And it actually makes Perfect sense why they would do this. Because one, they're, the they're only crippling; physically,
0: mm-hmm. they're the physical strong people. Yeah,
1: I mean, of course, you still have frankie Of course, you know he's yes. a big cyborg and everything, but he's also really goofy and susceptible to sad stories. Sanji and Zoro are like the hardcore of the hardcore members of the group. Yes, and they don't use devil fruits. And not only are they not going to have to worry about that, but now we—they're like shit. We got rid of the devil fruit users. How are we going to get rid of Zoro and Sanji? Got it. Eating Xanax. make them weak. <laughs> Xanax. Xanax. <laughs> the, the Zoro Sanchi Xanax arc.
0: Just, you know, pop him full of some horrible prescription drug.
1: <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be controversial.
0: Yeah, so uh, it's, it's set up to actually have some real struggle. Mm-hmm. Now that you've told me all that... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that Foxy's moving off, mm-hmm. and then they're bringing in uh, Shikamaru mm-hmm. as the bad guy. And, <laughs> Shikamaru! Uh, and it's going to be way better that way.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. The good thing is, though, this is a just a reference. winter special. It's not like a full-on arc or anything. It's just going to be airing uh, on, I believe, December 18th is going to be the date for this one. It's going to be like an hour and a half. So it's going to be kind of like the 3D2Y special or the uh, the very lauded... Uh, One Piece episode of Sabo, which uh, was basically just a glorified recap. This is going to be something that's brand new and might even have some really good animation attached to it, like 3D2Y. So I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with it.
0: 3D2Y looked great. It did look great. It looked movie quality great. Well, it was a movie, wasn't it, technically?
1: Basically, yeah, but they didn't really air it in theaters, you know? It was just a special that they created. well, they never air it
0: in theaters here, so it all seems the same to me. Yeah. So... (laughs) That's the truth. But, yeah, we can only hope for the best with that one. But
1: I'm looking forward to it. Um, one Piece has never really had, like, a big winter special before. This is going to be coming out, uh, you know, right before Christmas and right after Force Awakens. Uh, so I'm going to have to really try my best to care about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I really am. But I, I'm definitely going to watch it. I'll definitely review it for you guys. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I think Foxy's a funny villain.
0: He's he's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. You know, I need to – I'd love to see him and Buggy fight each other in an annoying mm-hmm. off, you know, like they were <whistles> – <laughs> anyway, anyway, you know what is not funny?
1: Damn the it, Corey. You Naruto oh, Shippuden oh, oh, yeah. schedule just came out, and holy crap, mm. we are in the middle of this infinite Tsukuyomi arc, which is all about Tsunade reading Jiraiya's book, which is all about Naruto and his team going on some asinine mission to possibly just jerk each other off. Now- <laughs> It's been going on already for about six episodes, and the schedule just came out, and from November 12th all the way up to December 10th, we are going to continue to have filler episodes for Naruto Shippuden, and as opposed to each of those episodes being standalones and just being stories about people in the Infinite Tsukuyomi, it is still the continuation of this bullshit Jiraiya story. And how in the fuck are they going to extend this out for another five episodes? I'm sorry for using incredibly strong language, <laughs> but this is pissing me off.
0: Well, I'll it's tell getting you, getting old, Corey. I just I don't relate with your pain because I don't watch this. I stuff. know you're smart. Yeah, I just I just you was just like, skip nah, the filler. Just tell me when the cool animated fights come back, and I'll watch that.
1: You know what? That's probably not going to happen until 2016.
0: Well, they're just hedging their bets that they can just push off the good stuff long enough to get it done. Because honestly. You you got to know that good stuff takes a while to make. It
1: better look good. It better. All I know is after Here's a little fun fact. If if the entire year of Naruto Shippuden is going to be uh the rest of these fillers, you know how many canon episodes have aired this year? How many? 8.
0: See, when you told me that, I was like immediately thinking like, "No, nah, but what about that cool Madara fight?" You know, where he,
1: 2014.
0: What about that fight with Obito and Kakashi? 2014. I was like what about that Tsunade filler arc where they go on a
1: mission how in the hell do they take a single panel from a manga chapter and create an over 10 episode arc out of it I'll tell you why with no effort whatsoever and by making the episodes really slow and boring now I I've harped on this so many so many times but damn man just let it go this is just it, the series ended in 2014 and yeah. we went through a whole year of filler, and it completely went against everything that I was saying. Like when we the manga came out, I was like, "Oh man, that was a great conclusion. That means no more filler." And it just keeps continuing, and it's all of this Jiraiya nonsense.
0: Well, was, what about uh? There was a ten ten filler. There was the ten ten filler
1: was infinitely better than all this. It was two episodes, but it was better than anything that I've seen from this thus far because it got over and done. I also don't like the fact that freaking in that story. Tenten was strong enough to know that she was in an infinite Tsukiyomi world. How in the hell does the freaking Hokage Tsunade, who is incredibly powerful, not notice this? I don't know. And it's not even about Tsunade. It's about her reading a book in her dream. The last episode had a flashback that was in a book that was in a fake dream world. That's some Inception bullshit right there. And I don't even think they're planning for it to be that convoluted, but it is. Now, I'm a glutton for punishment, So I'm going to continue to watch all of these and review every single episode because that was something that I agreed to do when I started reviewing Naruto Shippuden. You did, you set the bar there. every single episode. The crappy ones, the good ones, the specials, the movies. I'm making it happen. And damned if this is not the most (laughs) difficult time I've had reviewing Naruto Shippuden because every week I know I'm like, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to fucking hate it, I'm going to review it, and people are going to say I'm just being an asshole. Started out kind of that way. Now people are starting to realize this shit sucks. My last review, almost every single comment was just like, what the fuck is this show doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like it stopped trying halfway through. And
1: it did. I mean, just it's a shame, too, because you know, we were all sort of trying to tell ourselves that, no, end of the year, we're totally going to start getting into Madara and Kaguya and all that other cool shit. It's not going to happen.
0: The The intro did.
1: <laughs> the intro did, which also leads me to believe, and I think this is... You know, I was saying earlier, I'm like, I don't think this is going to be the final intro of the show. And that's only because it's just a bunch of characters standing around with one scene from the manga. They're going to use this throughout this entire filler. And then when we get to the final season, we're going to get a real final opening, which is probably going to be explosive and badass with lots of fighting choreography. I can't wait to see that. It's going to
0: end with Naruto vs. Sasuke, probably. Exactly. And uh, it's going to be way better. And pretty much it's all amazing animation. Like, Mm -hmm. They better not have one shitty episode in this last part they
1: you know, they better not especially because i went ahead and caved and uh, i haven't watched the boruto movie apparently it's out there online though it's very easy to see it's not the highest quality but mm-hmm. you can sort of at least make out what's happening and i told myself kind of like the star wars movies i didn't want to see like any more material from the film until we watched that naruto
0: ver- naruto and sasuke versus the other guy fight yeah, yeah
1: and if if they can just make every final fight as good as that i'll be satisfied i will be totally satisfied Is that
0: the final fight of the movie?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, it's when they were fighting against uh, that one big villain, and then there were the giant monsters and everything, yes. and it was Naruto and Sasuke teaming up, and it's so freaking sexy and amazing and well-animated and explosive, and unlike any fight scene I've seen from the series, and Kurama putting on the Susanoo armor was one of the... scratch that, it's the coolest thing I've seen from the anime. It's my... Favorite action scene thus far, and I haven't even seen the movie yet. It was pretty cool. It was awesome.
0: Even was... though we've seen uh, Kurama and Susanoo armor before, but this we is like have, the first but time. Boy,
1: did they make it look good in that oh, movie? They made version. it look
0: great. They made it look really good
1: and so fluid. The way it just instantly like started to transform over Karama's body. Well,
0: the, the filler is fluid, but it's yeah. like flowing shit. It's like fluid yeah. shit that comes out of the asshole of the animators. <laughs> That's how fluid it is. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, but
1: all I know is, I really do hope when they get to those final episodes, they make them look at least as good as those. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath, though. Um, I- I'm not saying that I've given up on Naruto Shippuden completely. Uh, well, but promise. I'm not. I'm not going to raise my expectations anymore. Um, it's just it's unfair. And in the meantime, I'm just going to continue to watch good shit like One Punch Man. And, uh, good shit. So, uh, you know, it it doesn't diminish my old thoughts of old Naruto episodes. Like I still love the series. Um, I might like the manga series a little more now just because of the anime version. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really dependent on how they end the series. And of course I'll do a big discussion. We'll do a big discussion, uh, when the series comes to an end and Mm -hmm. we know that's not going to be the end of the series. Really. We have all this Boruto stuff that they're probably going to animate either making into movies or OVAs. And, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some more movies in the future as well. So. If you guys would like to check out the uh, the schedule for uh, Naruto, I'll put a link for that in the description box below. It doesn't really tell you much, just aside from the titles of the episodes and just the fact that it's all going to continue to be filler, so... Look forward to that. Yeah, all right. Well, you know what? That was really controversial, but let's get over to something else that's also causing a lot of Damn. controversy. Okay. Yes, that's right. Um. Apparently, in the last month, the Japanese Broadcasting of Ethics and Program Improvement had a big complaint about a certain anime series which they didn't want to name outright, which upset a lot of parents and caused a lot of people to complain. Uh, the scene in question... Oh, uh, wait, this
0: is the... Uh... Gundam.
1: This is the Gundam. Now, you didn't say that yet. now they don't say it's Gundam, but the scene in question is uh, several non-resistant prisoners, so prisoners who are tied up, and enemy soldiers are gunned down by a young male protagonist. The only show I've seen in the last month that did that is definitely this brand new show, Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. The uh, the scene in question is about these child orphans who are getting ready to take over this security company, and they tie up all of the higher-ups who've basically been treating them like slaves since they were children, and they basically give them the ultimatum. Join our group, leave, if you oppose us, we're gonna kill you. And the main character of the show, who is this child orphan who's very young-looking, basically just walks up with a pistol to these two guys and caps them both in the head. They're dead as shit. When I did my review, I even mentioned this scene is pretty freaking disturbing, but it also drives home the fact that this series is very unapologetic and it's taking its subject matter very seriously. This has caused a lot of controversy with people. Parents don't think their kids should be seeing this, and apparently... Iron-Blooded Orphans, this brand new Gundam anime, airs at 5pm on Sundays in Japan, so that's pretty early to see something that intense. The fact of the matter is, though, has anyone ever really watched a Gundam anime before? Like, are they okay with watching pilots get completely, like, blasted and incinerated with giant weapons? Like... This is nothing I guess new to Gundam. A, I
0: guess there's a disconnect, though, whenever it's just like a guy in a pilot thing and then everything explodes yeah. around him.
1: It's even a subject that's been brought up in the anime series before, especially in the original one. The main character, Amuro Rey had no problem killing people in giant mobile suits. The minute he sees someone outside of the mobile suit he freezes up and can't even fire. Sort of the same concept that yeah, you were bringing there's up. There's a
0: disconnect there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The robots are shaped But it people. also wouldn't be the
1: first time in a Gundam series where someone was killed at point-blank range with a pistol or even a frickin' rocket launcher to the face. Or this a is... shotgun
0: to the face. You remember that? When they go in the... the What is it? There's like a... What what anime series is that? It's that one other Gundam that's really intense and really graphic. And oh, this guy, like. Be,
1: it might be the sixth episode of OVA 0080.
0: I think that's it. I'm yeah. not
1: sure. It's a really. That's another very intense show, which always involves children. And that's another thing. Um, this series is all about, like, child soldiers. Like, well,
0: Gundam has a great way of saying, here's an innocent, also innocent in their view on the world mm-hmm. uh, and then they're given they have psychological problems and then they're given mm-hmm. a gigantic death machine yeah and then they get to go make major moral choices in the world mm-hmm. and they're just taking that concept to a person shooting a person yeah but they they're okay with the disconnect of two robots fighting with lightsabers mm-hmm. yeah uh, or big robot shooting a space colony mm-hmm. with a big uh, you know beam rifle but when it gets to one-on-one too real just like how people don't know, don't want to think about where their food comes from. Mm -hmm. They just want to buy it in a nice cellophane package at the store. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want to think about killing as that that Mm one-on-one. So it's a little weird, but at the same time, uh, maybe – it's good for the show you know any news where they spell your name right is good news oh yeah definitely if anything more people
1: are probably going to tune into this brand new show which I think is a great thing because this is one of the best Gundam anime I've seen in quite some time the characters are fantastic and the story is unlike any that I've seen before it has similarities to it but for it to like push the boundaries like this like I said in my review I even thought that the scene was really damned intense but it also didn't turn me away I'm still watching every single week to see what's going to happen and to see how these characters are going to grow the other reason that it's just so disturbing that scene of course is because it is a younger kid who's doing it and uh, the main character his name is Mikazuki he uh, really shows zero remorse for it like he just walks up boom boom what's next boss like there's, there's no problem with him doing it at all and that's another thing about that character like he's basically ordered to do anything he'll do it like He'll kill anybody. He, he's apparently been through something traumatic that hasn't been revealed to the viewers quite yet that sort of caused him to turn into this, like, psychopathic, socio- sociopathic doll. And uh, you just pull the string and he's going to
0: kill. I bet they're going to reveal it while he's fighting a blonde-haired dude in robots.
1: Yeah, there That's... is a blonde-haired dude. McGillis Farid is his name. Um, which, I'm not uh, sure.
0: Which spells Char Aznable backwards. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the
1: character, um, but yeah. But I, I did a little research on this. Um, to my knowledge, there is no like big rating system in Japan. Like you know how uh, sometimes here when we watch a TV, TV show, MA or TVMA, TVMA, TV, TVY, yeah. all that stuff that yeah. doesn't really exist. And uh, a, a lot of the parents were like, "If you want to broadcast such material, please provide some sort of age limit for the viewers." Um, which I can understand where they're coming from, because their first thought is, oh, Gundam, they just want to sell model, kids, model kits to my kids and everything. And then they see their kids watching this super intense show, uh, which almost a characters died almost every single episode. And, and that, that's not even talking about the subject matter of the entire show altogether. It's about child orphans who are literally fighting a war by themselves. Like, they're all kids, every single main character. I think the oldest one is maybe 18 years old. And uh, it's definitely heavy-handed subject material, but the entire Gundam series, for the most part, has been that way. So I'm really confused as to why there's so much controversy behind this. It, it really is simply just because it's a kid killing two adults
0: that, and, are, that are
1: bound, like they, they can't defend themselves.
0: Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's not that it's not dark. or It, it is a problem, but yeah. at the same time, it's uh, you know, it's, they have a choice to take it there yeah. if they want with their show.
1: And besides, within the context of the show, those two guys who got shot... They freaking had it coming.
0: They're some bad dudes.
1: They were. They were really, <laughs> really bad dudes. Um, but th- this goes in line with some things that have been happening over the last couple years with anime. Uh, a lot of censorship has been happening a lot more than it used to. Um, it seemed like in the 80s and the early 90s, anime and manga just got away with so much more. And now we're seeing a lot more censorship from things, things that are being like straight up just killed, like jojo's bizarre adventure stardust crusaders part four just got announced by the way it's pretty awesome um whenever jojo would uh smoke a cigarette like they would just completely cover it with like a black like filter like over it but you could clearly see that he's smoking a cigarette like you'd see the cigarette coming out of the uh the the black fog that was covering his mouth like it's like gee i wonder what jojo's doing right now it's it's like when they bleep a word and you're like well that dude totally just said fuck so you know the effect is still there uh, so some of the censorship is getting a little sometimes bit sometimes it makes it funnier too yeah sometimes <laughs> it does make it funnier <laughs> but sometimes it just makes you go wait what Why that, that, are you that's doing just this just completely unnecessary especially for a show that airs so late um, but Gundam does air at a much earlier time and uh, you know if anything, Controversy is kind of what made the Gundam series in the first place. So uh, it's going to bring more awareness to the show, which I highly recommend checking out. Uh, It has no connection to any of the other Gundam anime series, Um, so if you don't watch it, watch it. That way you won't be completely lost, and it's only a couple episodes in, so it's really, really good.
0: Is it going to be a 25-episode season?
1: They've announced 25 episodes. They haven't said if there's going to be anything after that. Uh, We're just going to have to wait and see. I personally would like to see more episodes because... It seems like this is a world they could really expand on, but uh, let's just see what they do with this whole 25-episode format, and uh, let's see what it can do.
0: Is it uh, uh, just another white Gundam with some blue on it and stuff?
1: Well, for the more, most part. The uh, the main Gundam of the series, which is called the, uh, the Gundam Barbados, is, uh, you know, it has the white, it has the blue, the red, the yellow. Um, its overall, like, face design looks a little it, different, like, it, you know, the traditional, like, Gundam V-Crest that's on their head. It yeah. looks a little different. It's more like these giant spikes um, it's overall design just seems a little sleeker in some areas. And some of the body parts are different in particular the um, shoulder pads. Yeah, that's
0: exactly. What I was talking about it's very much round rounded shoulder pads, but mm-hmm. yet a sharper V on the head. Mm-hmm. A few other things. Interesting. It yeah. Definitely... It,
1: it's still distinctive in its own, right. Um, and, uh,
0: it, does it, it have a beam sword or does it have a real sword?
1: Um, you know, it hasn't revealed a beam sword yet, which is really interesting. It's only weapon that it's actually used so far is this giant, like, lance weapon like it has this like giant explosive flail at the end and we still haven't even really seen what that can fully do quite yet so it's basically just got this one big heavy weapon but it's probably going to have some upgrades if it's yeah. going by Gundam tradition if not midway through the series then towards the end we'll probably see something a little different and uh, what's also cool about the show is in the last episode they tease the possibility that there could be over 72 different Gundams that actually appear in this series, so the sky's really the limit with this one. They're like
0: pump as many toys out of this bitch as you can,
1: basically, <laughs> but don't cause any more fucking controversy and drive yeah, away but just the Just blow famous. up
0: robots, no more people heads.
1: Yep. No, I, I have a feeling the show's only going to get darker from here. Personally, um, good. Adult anime just...
0: is what we need to bring adults in, mm-hmm. and, like, and it's not
1: even mm-hmm. necessarily that it's an in in anime for adults only. Like it's just really mature subject material. You know, I mean, kids today see probably worse stuff on TV. You know, I mean, if you ever tune into Fox on Monday nights, Gotham is one of the most violent shows that I've ever seen, and it's a prequel about fucking Batman. Like, Adam (laughs) West. (laughs) not, Not really the Adam West version, but yeah, Batman is dark and everything, but it comes on at a time that kids can easily see it, and people get gutted. Their, slits, their throat slit, shot in the head, burned alive. There's all types of messed up shit that happens in that show. And there are a lot of kids who like Batman, so they're going to tune into this thing. Even though it's really just a gritty cop
0: drama for the adults. I do think anime needs a rating system. I, I do think it does, too. Because, first of all, I have a hard time personally explaining what anime people should watch. Besides just naming off my personal favorites. Yeah. But if there was, like, a rating system. Like, almost, like, in each section gets its own like rating like mm-hmm. sexually there could be like this is just kissing this shit has tentacles and everything in between <laughs> like you know like there's yeah. a rating system for like the sexual side of it and then there's like uh gore or i guess you could just say kids uh, young adults adults but i feel like anime is so varied you need like different almost sections like you need mm-hmm. like a sexual rating you need like a violence rating and then maybe just like a categorizing, categorizing like a comedy or something quickly, mm-hmm. you know, like if they had like a try rating system, I think that could be really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: It's something that clearly needs to be implemented, especially so we can avoid stuff like this in the
0: future. Because like, there's a lot of mainstream anime. Like Naruto would never do anything super, super dark.
1: No, like, but they have gone into some really messed up territory before. Yeah, but you at know, the end you know, death is, is is a normal concept for the series.
0: You ever see anyone get a shuriken shuriken in, in the forehead though and die, like with their guts hanging out? Uh, like, uh, no no, doesn't... no
1: guts, nothing yeah. like that. The closest thing that I think they've ever gotten to guts was a short scene with Kakuzu explaining his backstory, his powers, where he's holding up someone's human heart in his hand, which is beating.
0: Was it silhouetted, though? Uh,
1: no, you actually see it all. Um, okay. I think it might have been uh, censored in the TV version, but DVD version, it's all there. You see the veins, the blood.
0: Yeah. It looks really freaking awesome. Interesting, but yeah. at the same time, like, it's just, there's just a major difference between like that and Berserk. You mm-hmm. know, and oh, need- extreme yeah. difference! Yeah. yeah, like there needs to be there needs to be a rating system. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a mimicking of the uh, adult uh, or the systems we have here for TV and movies. But mm-hmm. I feel like, or for video games, we have video game rating system as yeah. well. Uh, so anyway, there there needs that that's a huge problem because yeah. you can't just randomly pick anime to watch especially for your kids. Mm-hmm. That is a scary thing to mm-hmm. do. You should not do that. You know, that is a great way to traumatize your kids. first
1: thought is like, oh, it's a cartoon. It must be good for my kids.
0: Well, you, know? at a certain point, you need to
1: do some more research.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, what else you got, Corey?
1: All right. Last thing I want to talk about today, something really big just finally got announced. One of my favorite TV shows is finally coming back. Do you know what that is?
0: My Little Pony.
1: It is not. <laughs> it's coming back. It is Season not, 10. It, I don't think it ever left. Um, <laughs> but that's a subject for another day. I'm not a My Little Pony fan. Are you a brony, bro? No.
0: You want a brony out?
1: No. Um, <laughs> The show that is coming back is Mystery Science Theater 3000.
0: Oh, shit. That
1: is right. After years, after all of the riff tracks, after all of the convention tours and all of the big live shows... Joel Hodgson, the co-creator of Mystery Science Theater 3000, has announced that the show will be returning and it's all going to be thanks to Kickstarter, which they have a $2 million uh, goal. I don't think that's going to be a problem for these guys. They already have a couple of episodes planned. And uh, if things work out, we're probably going to get a whole nother season, and I pray to God that the series just continues to air on a normal channel. I hope it airs on, say, Sci-Fi Channel, because that's where Mystery Science Theater 3000 was made popular. Now, the thing, of course, I'm most excited about is what movies are they going to look at? Are they going to look at exclusively old movies, or are they going to look at some slightly newer movies? Because the Riff Tracks don't necessarily have a rule like Mystery Science Theater 3000. They can just... Pretty much review and look at anything that they want. So I sort of hope that they take that model and apply it to the brand new show. Of course, licensing stuff is going to be involved, but uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. The first thing that I want to see from them, because they did so many Gamera and Godzilla movies. I want them to look at the new Godzilla movie. That would be good. I think it would be funny just getting to hear them you know, riff, of course, on uh, Brian Cranston and uh, the, the soldier kid whose name I can't remember. He played Kick-Ass. And then just them talking over the monster battles would just seem so great. Watching them uh, watch Pacific Rim, I think, would be fantastic.
0: Hell yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. I just immediately think, how do you get the rights? You're pretty much showing the movie it's like a complicated thing to pull it off. is
1: and that's why a lot of the old episodes they were watching a lot of public domain films and a lot of black and white things yeah uh and just frankly just a lot of old movies and movies that people just don't care about no one's you making know? money
0: off that shit exactly no one's making a lot money um, off monos. but at the
1: same time by highlighting those films they bring more awareness to them and that creates more fans. immediately
0: think of do something <laughs> <laughs> you know? exactly you know, watching Manos. From Manos, the hands oh, Manos, of Fate. Manos. Yeah. It's, it's God, so... That was, that was one of the few
1: like moments where they genuinely got like frustrated. And they're like, we can't come up with a joke.
0: <laughs> just, do some... just do
1: something.
0: <laughs> Move the story. God, along. It's so awkward. Do uh, something. So right now they have 3,220 backers and okay. they have 370,000 out of their $2 million. That's
1: really good. Considering that. Uh, I think they just started this like today, I think. Yeah. Um, they so, got
0: 31 days to go, mm-hmm. uh, so check them out. We need one person to donate uh, a 1.7 million, and yep. we'll be good.
1: Yeah, we're almost there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but they, cannot... they do
0: say if they get five million, they can do a whole season. But uh, two million gets some uh, three episodes. Three point three million gets some six episodes. Four point four million gets you nine, and five point five gets you a whole season.
1: We need a whole season. We need a whole season. We really need a whole season because even with only, you know, I'll be satisfied with three episodes. I think that'd be fantastic. Uh, it's just depending on what those movies are, I think is really what's going to make it too. Like, I wouldn't even know what Gamera was if it wasn't for Mystery Science Theater 3000. I would have probably learn from James Rolfe eventually, but like, that was the first time I saw those giant turtle movies, I was watching Mystery Science Theater 3000, and those are some of the funniest episodes of the entire series. Those combined with the Godzilla ones, and when they're watching the Gumby cartoons.
0: The just, Gumby cartoons. Oh, I
1: love those so much. Um, you know, they could do even just more than, uh, say, movies. They could do TV shows. They could do all types of stuff. Um, but I'm really glad they're coming back. The original cast is going to be invited. They're going to write, produce. There's going to be cameos from all of the side characters. It's going to be the old show that you love coming back for a new generation. I can't wait to see those wacky robots again. Man.
0: So what are these robots' names? Crow? Uh, there's,
1: there's, uh, there's Crow. There's Tom Servo.
0: Yeah, if you give $15,000, they'll send you a Crow and a Tom Servo puppet. Oh, really? That's yeah, cool. If you give $15,000. Oh, man. That'd be pretty cool.
1: Uh, I don't know if I can give that much, but uh, I would like to contribute because <laughs> this show is, is just fantastic.
0: They say don't keep them in the same room because they're definitely going to creep you out at night. Probably, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but uh we're talking blindly here. If you if you don't know what Mystery Science Theater 3000 is, um it's this old show that used to air on Sci-Fi Channel where there was this human and this group of goofy-looking robots who were forced to live in this space station and they were punished by having to watch all these old crappy movies. And what they would do is they would show the movies and in the bottom there would be the silhouette of these characters uh, watching the movie so you'd see like they're mm-hmm. behind view but it'd all be black and everything kind of like you were actually sitting in the theater with them yeah it's
0: like you were sitting in a stage theater and they're in the front row and you mm-hmm. can see their silhouette it's very and interesting. since
1: they're so annoyed by the movies and they're so boring and stupid they usually just do commentary over the entire one making jokes you know cracking up just looking at the characters making them say funny lines and uh, it's, it's just it's hilarious there's, it's, it's watching a whole movie and getting like an hour and a half of just pure hilarious material and in between uh, the movie they have these little breaks which introduce all these weird sci-fi characters and stuff there's just so much weirdness to the show and there's never been anything like it before it's one of the most unique programs that I've ever seen and it was something that I always used to look forward to watching because they always showed it on Saturday mornings like I would watch cartoons then I'd go outside and play a little bit and then at 1pm Mystery Science Theater came on and they'd show it for like three hours straight, just like a couple in a row. And damn, are they amazing!
0: I, as a kid, did not like that show. No, no, because it took too much patience. Yeah, you know, I didn't have the attention spans for it. I'd tune in and, and laugh along mm-hmm. with them, but also it made me think the show is way older because now it makes sense. Because you said it's all these old films, all mm-hmm. these public domain films. So I was never interested in that those films, except the Gamera and the the you know the big giant people in monster suit movies. I always loved mm-hmm. that. That actually showed me Gamera and then I went went and rented all those movies just so I could see that (laughs) but uh, I didn't like it as a kid but I do like it now Mm. and I was like this is definitely something that could exist Mm. but at the same time man I gotta be honest I feel like this is something that could exist online
1: yeah probably
0: this is something they could just make a youtube channel to do but that's just me they could but then you
1: know there's copyright involved and i mean it's a big production though i mean as much as you it is simple because a lot of the show is them simply watching the movie and having to you know write the jokes and everything yeah but there's also the 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 performers there's the puppets that need to be made and performed and maintained and everything there's a whole big set there's actually a surprising amount of things to the show there's the freaking theme song which i totally hope comes back i really hope they (laughs) update <laughs> like there's just uh, my my hopes for this are so great. I cannot wait to see these guys return. And what I love most about it it is also means we're probably going to see more of these guys at conventions because I've seen a few of them at conventions, but I've never seen everybody together. So I think that would be really cool to go like to a big mystery. Did science you ever uh, uh,
0: indulge in riff tracks or how did I that did
1: work? riff track, dude? Riff tracks is addicting. I never did. Warned, and they do live shows too. Okay, where like uh, they go around the country, they'll go to like a big movie theater stage. They'll show the movie, and they'll actually sit on stage with like a microphone and stuff, and they'll talk as the while people are watching them. So it's
0: there's a certain level of nerd, and I just can't. I can't go do that. Oh, for some
1: reason. that's fantastic! I love it.
0: That's funny. Mm -hmm. That's funny as shit. So uh,
1: Mystery Science Theater 3000 is returning. Uh, If you'd like to back the show, uh, I'll put a link for that in the uh, description box below so that you guys can check it out. If you guys have seen the show before, uh, what was your favorite episode? What was your favorite movie that they watched? Please tell us in the comments section below. And you know what? I think that's going to be today's show. Thank you guys for watching the Powerful Nerdcast. I'm really glad that we got an opportunity to do the show this week because we have been busy as shit. The holiday seasons are coming up. Star Wars is coming up. So we still have a lot of things down the pipeline. But we are going to continue to do this show every week for you guys. And you guys are the ones... ...who make this possible. So make sure to leave us your comments, uh, tell us what topics you'd like us to talk about, and all that jazz. And also, before we go, I would like to go ahead and uh, thank RogueIntel.com. Rogue Intel gives us the ability to speak our minds and to be ourselves. So make sure to check out their other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you would like to help the uh, network going, head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon... ...for all your shopping needs, whatever you're buying this holiday season or something for yourself. Uh, It'll help support the network as well as the shows, and you're not going to waste any money. It's just going to be the same price. And since you're shopping at Amazon, uh, you're definitely going to be getting the best value out there. So make sure to uh, check that out.
0: Yeah, you guys, thank you so much for watching. Uh, I know we always say at the end of every podcast, but uh, it really is because you guys watch us that we make this. And with the holiday season coming up, it's going to be very busy, but we will make time to keep this show coming out. And, uh, you know, just tell us how much you love it in the comment sections below. Give us some more ideas. We want to uh, bring back awkward IMGA readings and some other things, and we'll, we'll make that happen. We also have had a ton of people say they want to be guests on this show. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to be doing more guest shows. And you know why that's good, Corey? Because mm-hmm. we got to schedule the show ahead of time, and then we'll make us do it. Exactly. <laughs>
1: we got to exactly. do it that we way. Just, we just happen to have like an hour out of today. And we're like, we got to do it today. We got it's it. The only day we're, it's yeah. the only chance we're going to have. Yeah,
0: because I'm like going to Baton Rouge for the rest of this week, and then mm-hmm. we're filming all day friday and mm-hmm. it's like blah 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 blah. so it was like it had to happen right now and we shoved it in and then i'm like going to a meeting right after this yeah so anyway thank you guys for watching let us know how much you like the show uh and uh thank you for supporting everything we do on youtube and on itunes we really appreciate it and until next time the powerful nerdcast is out looking for
1: some man's butt but why
0: would i why did i join in saying that with you
1: <laughs> see you next time guys
0: At Rogue Intel, we aim to provide entertaining podcasts to a universal audience. To help support our mission, go to slash support.